0: Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide and servant on the healing journey, What's my name? Big Papa, Brian Post. Hope everyone is doing fantastic. Happy freaking fabulous Friday. Freaking fabulous Friday. Freaking fabulous Friday, baby! I just got home. Been driving since 6.30 this morning, and it's 4.30 p.m. actually got home at 3.30, so I am feeling really good about that. But just as I was pulling in... I got a message from one of my favorite posties, Mary, and Mary had a fantastic question that I thought I would kick around with you guys this evening. Mary says, first of all, thank you, Mary. She says, sorry to hear about your loss, and I understand you need a time off for yourself. Thank you so much for that, and thank you to all of my other posties who sent me warm wishes and condolences for the loss of my best friend, dear, dear, beloved friend, Ira Richards. Um... So I have not been able to contact, get, make contact with the uh, my friends from, from the West Virginia area, Mary. So I'm going to do that just as soon as Sue, I'm looking for you. I'm going to send you a message. Also, Rose, I'm going to send you a message as well. Both of you are the only two that I know that have West Virginia roots. So I'm looking for a therapist for Mary. In the Winchester, Virginia area. Okay, so Mary asks a very interesting question. It's actually quite um, quite fitting, considering that it is a, a day. But it's regarding the church, and Mary says, "Why do I find it so much that the church clashes with your concept of helping children?" I'm from a traditional culture background, and coming out of that. In churches I've been with they have a hard time supporting me if I don't do they have a hard time supporting me if I don't do it their way or because my daughter has a hard time fitting into their culture and their belief system isn't okay with doing life the way she does. I'm torn between fitting my life into hers without losing myself yet staying with a church where I can have fellowship and support for my own life. It's just been very conflicting and haven't yet been able to find something that works for both of us. That's a fantastic question, Mary, and it's very fitting because tomorrow I'm actually going to be presenting to uh, a very, very large congregation here in Crescent City at Four Square Church. So if you happen to be in Crescent City or anywhere around this uh, beautiful redwooded area. Uh, Big Papa will be at Foursquare Church in the morning at 9 o'clock to give a talk from 9 to noon about what's God got to do with it. It's a play off of Tina Turner's song. What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a secondhand emotion? So that's actually not the talk of tomorrow's talk. The title of tomorrow's talk, that's the title of tonight's daily dose. What's God? What's God got to do with it? And so Mary says the church conflicts with the big papa approach to helping children. So first of all, let me let me let me answer this question for you. What's God got to do with it? Everything. Everything. I am a God loving individual. I am a Jesus admiring loving individual. And everything that I teach is succinctly rooted in the life of Christ and what Christ preached and the example that Christ left us here on this earth. Love is what matters. So Mary, and for those of you who may be in churches where you find conflict with my love-based approach to parenting and you're finding that conflict in your church i think the problem is not with what it is i'm teaching the conflict is in your church i've been told that the old testament is the book of law and the new testament is the book of love and I would have to say that I'm a lot more aligned with that New Testament book of love than I am that Old Testament book of law. I believe the conflict you're experiencing with your congregation as it regards your developing parenting style is that many, many church folks are mired in fear because many, many church folks are mired in Trauma. Many pastors are mired in trauma, therefore they teach a message of fear, not a message of love and understanding. And if you think about it, you're in a church right now of people who, if you're not doing it their way, if you're not behaving the way they think you need to behave or the way your daughter thinks, the way they think your daughter needs to behave then there, there's, there are tendencies towards isolating you and your daughter. In, my, in, in, in the, church, the church of my heart, that is not church, because that is not love. That is control. That is dominance. It is suppression. And it is everything that Christ is not, that Christ's love is not. Who's the greatest parent that you've ever known? That's the Almighty God. And how does the Almighty God treat you every day? With love, support, understanding, guidance, encouragement. All of those things. There's no threats to you when you misbehave that you're going to get cast out. God doesn't come down and and, and, and ignore you and isolate you. So, in my opinion, Mary, the struggle is not about your daughter. The struggle is really not even about you. The struggle is about your church. They, like much of society, are conditioned to parent from a place of fear. They're, they are conditioned to be in relationship from a place of fear. If anyone starts engaging you and encourages you or or tells you at some level that what you're doing and how you're doing is wrong and if you continue to do that you're not going to have a relationship anymore that's not love it's just not stop fitting it trying to fit into that box that's not even a box you want to fit into that's not a box that's, that's going to make you feel good and so you're creating this conflict right now and and you're trying to you're in tra- this statement I'm hearing It's almost like you're you're posing the question of how do I keep trying to love my daughter and support my daughter versus potentially lose the support of this church that, to me, they're not even being supportive. So what are you exactly losing? It sounds like you're having a recreation of a dysfunctional family dynamic, which is very common people's church families becomes a recreation of their biological families and so there's this this undercurrent of dysfunction that starts to play out and you get overwhelmed you get scared because all of a sudden you're a child again and you don't want to you don't want to upset anyone you don't want to you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings you you want to abide by the the laws that they're setting forth and then if you don't abide by those laws, you risk being being uh, ex- excommunicated or kicked out. I- I've heard stuff like that happening in churches for years. That's not love. That is not love. And what I teach fundamentally is a message of love, and it's just becoming more so. It's, it's just becoming a, a deeper experience and realization that love is the way and if what you are if what you are experiencing from individuals within a house of God is anything opposite to love then that's a place I wouldn't want to be because that's a place that is not going to be supportive that's a place that's going to be judging that's going to be shaming and it's, it's going to create more stress. It's going to create more fear. And in turn, that's going to create more stress and more fear for your child. There's, there's nothing in my approach to parenting that does not line up with how Christ would parent. There's nothing in my approach to parenting that doesn't line up with love. Nothing. You won't find anything in my approach to parenting that wavers and veers towards fear. I've been there. I did that 20 years ago i've I've been that i've I've been that traditional that traditional therapist who did the behavior modification and the consequences and the love and the logic and the points and the rewards and the isolation and the restraint and the medication and the diagnosis I've done all that noise that's to me that's kindergarten stuff elementary at most so I've been a part of that I understand that fear dynamic I understand the way fear plays out. In in families and in relationships and in mental health, I see it every single day. Every single day I'm seeing adult fear being, being manifested in the lives of children who've already had to, to deal with a tremendous amount of adult fear. I was just talking to a, a group of parents, a set of parents last night who had a child in their home for three years. And in three years, this child's had all kinds of mental health services. The parents did not have any idea that this little girl had been sexually abused. After three years of constant, she she got a whole team around her. Three years, they had never had any idea, any indication that this child had been sexually abused. Why is that? Because her entire team is fearful. And what do I do my first time going over just to talk to them, just to assess, see if they'd be a good fit for our wraparound program. I asked the little girl, have you ever been sexually abused? She starts crying and she says, yes. News to mom. I asked that within 20 minutes. Because I am not operating from a place of fear. I am operating from a place of faith and love and courage. And sometimes that will lead you to have to walk alone. Sometimes you will have to face the world by yourself because the world that we operate in, by and large, is not a loving world. There is so much fear. And when you start operating from a place of love, it's going to conflict against the dominant belief system. I just encountered it. I've been doing this for 20 years All over the world. And I just encountered it in this little community that I'm living in now. From a dominant system. That has control and and influence over the way a child develops. You can see the fear. The fear is pervasive and they make bad decisions. Adults make bad decisions from fear. We have to do better. And when we don't. When we don't we make those bad decisions and guess who suffers our children suffer because we lack courage because we the adults lack the courage to face our own crap that's that's it we we like we lack courage we are afraid of being isolated by a bunch of fearful adults. We get scared and so we're willing to put up with all manner of dysfunction from adults because we're afraid of all of a sudden not having support from dysfunctional people. What, does that make any sense at all? It doesn't. And so that's jeopardizing our relationship with our children. And I'm, I, every single day I deal with parents who are hostile towards their children. There's support groups of parents who are hostile towards their children. And it's, because, it's not because of the kids. It's because they've got their own traumas they're not dealing with. Every day I encounter kids who are quote unquote traumatized and have, have had so many problems and been in residential treatment and been on all these medications. Every day I'm encountering these children and I'm not seeing it. The reason I'm not seeing it is because I'm not looking for their behavior problems. I'm looking for their pain, I'm looking for their fear, I'm looking for their trauma, and that is not their fault, none of that is their fault, that is our responsibility, and for me that responsibility starts for me. It starts with me. It is my responsibility to help their parents see something different so I can help their parents see something different in them so then their parents can help them see something different about themselves than the way our society has tried to condition them to believe. So, Mary, my beliefs may not line up with the church. And that's okay. That's okay for me. You can go... You can talk to your church, ask them what they would would suggest that you do, and you're going to get the same traditional stress-based, fear-based approach. And if you have a stressed-out child, if you have a fearful child, and you add more stress and more fear, it's just going to sever your relationship even more. So it sounds like you've got a decision to make. You've got a decision to make. Which path are you willing to walk? Are you willing to walk the broad and wide because you get a lot of support and and you got friends there, even though they don't support you? I don't even know how that's friendship. It's probably too many friends, right? That broad and wide, everyone believes that way. Are you willing to walk the straight and narrow and deal with the with the potential? Um, belittling and abandonment and and, and negative portrayal and, and shame and all that kind of stuff that adults do to other adults because those adults are trying to do something different. So you might have to deal with that. And see, some of that might tie into some of your childhood stuff. I know it ties into my own core rejection and abandonment issues, and I've just had to face it. Just had to face it and get okay with it because there's no there is no other way for me. There is no other way. So you got to come to terms with that for yourself. So that's all, guys. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to operate from our same blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm. And that is what the dominant group is going to do. Every single time the dominant group is going to operate from stress and fear and overwhelm. And they're going to keep making bad decisions. Or we can stop, we can slow down, we can have a little bit of faith, faith of a mustard seed, and a little bit of courage, and we can choose love. And love is not always easy. It's simple, but it is not always easy. But it is the path that ultimately is going to lead you to the greatest amount of peace and the greatest amount of truth in your relationship with your child. So I hope that you will continue to choose love even when the other adults in your life are not. Be the example. Like Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. Have a fantastic Friday. I think tomorrow, Saturday, we're going to drop on our Facebook page the weekly daily dose summary. So we're like, I've got Shane, who's my video editor, putting together highlights of each daily dose from the week, and then we'll drop it on Saturday. So you if you did, if you missed uh, episodes during the week, then you'll get this uh, uh, compilation daily dose, and we're, I think we'll drop that tomorrow. So I had to check, because he just sent me a text about being at my lecture tomorrow. Um, and maybe we'll stream that live in the morning. Um, it's going to be good. Of course, I'm going I'm to bring the Holy Spirit in the house of the good Lord. All right, you guys have a fantastic weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.